Hi guys, welcome to Have a Chat, a place where we have a chat. On this podcast, we'll be covering a range of topics that are close to our hearts. From business and parenting to mindset, relationships and balancing it all. We'll also be interviewing amazing people to share their life stories. Let's get into it. Hello guys, happy Tuesday. Hello, hello. How are you going today, Curdy? I'm good. I'm actually pretty good today. That's good. That's good. How are you going? Yeah, you know, I've had a couple of stressful moments. I had a bit of a um, moment with a good old computer today and I think everyone can relate that that's a bit of a frustrating moment when you're having issues with a computer. But anyways, it's resolved. The mood is a bit more calm now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so really? frustrating, but isn't it? It's like, it's like playing up. Yeah. It's very hype mood though, isn't it? That one. Yeah. And then um, on top of like this whole thing that we're trying to do, Rego was just screaming because the next tooth is coming up. It's oh. coming up hot. Oh, dad, Yeah. How are, um, how's your week been? Good. Yeah? It is good. What's your highs and lows been this week, babe? Um, oh, I need to actually have a think. Actually, high this week mm-hmm. is the grass going down. Oh, nice. That was really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. A bit of moment, a bit of finish moment. Yeah. I've got to clean the, I do need to clean the wall up out the front, though. Yeah. You wouldn't have noticed. No, I did. I saw it. Yeah, there's a fair bit of shit going on there. There is. I thought they would have cleaned it, but no, it's yeah, pretty it's good. Yeah, it's a bit of dirt on the wall. It's all right. Nothing a little bit of a hose can't fix. I tried to wipe my hands out. It wasn't coming off. So <laughs> <don't>... <laughs> and what about you, Lou? Um, yeah, just trying to find some time to work more than With, children. It's just, just COVID. COVID. I feel like everyone's feeling it. Right off. Yeah. Um, I would say my favourite part of this week, honestly, this is probably the funniest thing ever, was having a bit of time to clean. I actually really enjoy cleaning and I really enjoy going to the grocery shop. I don't know why, but anyways, I got to clean out the kids' toy room and I've been looking at it for the last week and I've been just like closing the door and going, oh my gosh, yeah, you just don't have time, just leave it. Kirk took the kids out for a walk yesterday been, and while they were out... I've been doing the last three days. Um, yeah, taking them out for a walk. Yeah, yeah and every day he's gone for like an hour, I've cleaned the house. So... Yesterday, I was like, that's it. I'm getting into the toy room. I'm organizing it. And it feels so nice to have that all done. Um, And my low was honestly probably this morning. Like, my computer frustrates me when it does things like that. Um, Just tell it no. I know. You know, it listens just as well as our five, three, and (laughs) (laughs) zero-year-old. So when we do this news subject, at the moment, I feel like there's enough shitty news out there, Kurt and I, trying to find things that are, like, a bit lighthearted or funny. No more shit news. So this one is about uh, food on an airplane. It says it's often disappointing, but one budget airline has hit new heights with its in-flight meals, taking out the title of World's Saddest Looking Sandwich. A picture of a bacon sandwich has gone viral on social media as a Twitter user's as a Twitter user ridiculed the lack of filling on the $9 roll. So it costs $9, right? Says the sandwich saga started after New York Times bestselling author shared an image of her friend's in-flight meal. Wait, have a look at this. I'll show you the photo. The photo shows a long plain bread roll sliced in half and topped with only two tiny pieces of bacon. I'd be pretty disappointed, not going to lie. I would be, I'd probably, Someone, I'm not somebody that says something. I'd probably nearly say something about that. Someone's probably eating a bit and giving it to them. That's hectic. You wonder, so it doesn't even cover at all you the base. You if that's just like a bullshit. No, photo. it's not. It's not. My pal Amy paid for this bacon sandwich. I'm trying to figure out if it qualifies. She had. It's maybe like mad bacon. 
Maybe uh, the bread roll could be some... It's a disgrace, dreadful, and terrible. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There you go. Well, that's a bit more of a light-hearted um, news story there, but it's kind of sad, too, because I'd be pretty disappointed if I wanted some bacon. <laughs> Think of the killer jewels, soap. Shut up. <laughs> so... On today's podcast, probably the next few guys, we're just going to be taking it nice and slow. It's probably going to be good old us because at the moment with everything happening with Corona, we normally have Kurt's mum come every Tuesday and that's actually when we organize to do all of our interviews. So I thought just to take the pressure off because obviously it's a bit tricky with three kids. Um, we've been doing it like at night and when they nap and things like that. So rather than... Yeah, basically what I'm trying to say is with the interviews, they're probably going to hold off for a while because we will schedule to have somebody um, come on and then like kids wake or this happens or that happens. So just to take the pressure off a bit um, yeah, while we're not having the same help that we normally have. You still have time to edit it too, which is... Exactly. Yeah. yeah so we're going to go back to good old Q&A style. But what I've done is done like different topics. So I've gone on there and asked you guys different topics you want to hear about. So I've done like relationships. Then I've done one on like lifestyle and health, um, parenting, all different topics. So what we'll do over the next few weeks is delve into the questions on each different topic. So today's topic, this one has actually got quite a few questions is all about birth and labor. So we've had three very, very, very different birthing Ooh. experiences. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to give the rundown on Miller's? Um, yeah, I'll give the rundown on Miller's. Well, Miller's was... Actually, I'm sort of getting mixed up now. I know that... It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad start, Kurt. So we Miller's knew... was like planned in a way, but then it... You gotta start from the start. All right. Yeah. Do you want me to take the take the mic for a second? Take the mic. Okay. So basically, what happened was we at the end of my pregnancy with Miller, I started getting high blood pressure, and throughout all of my pregnancies, I struggled with high blood pressure, especially towards the end as the pregnancy progressed. So I turned up to one appointment, and they were like, um, I think I was like nearly thirty seven weeks. I was still thirty six weeks. Yeah, they were never like taking it. It wasn't like that big of an issue every time we're going because they were just like, yeah, yeah. And then it just got... It just spiked. It got real high all of a sudden. and more. Yep. And yeah. then I started not looking well as well. I remember going to that last appointment and she was like, you don't look good. And I was like, I feel like shit. <laughs> and I never complained my whole pregnancy minus having the bleeding and the complications that we had all to you. But I didn't really <laughs> say much to her. So I think she took me really seriously, which I really, really value now looking back. Um, and anyways, they were like, okay, so if Bub, let's do a stretch and sweep. And if Bub doesn't come by Monday, I think this was on a Thursday or a Friday. If Bub doesn't come by Monday, we're going to induce you. Cause I would have been 37 weeks and my blood pressure was at a dangerously high level. Yeah. Um, and plus Miller had a cleft. I had, there was a few things going on. So I felt really confident in the decision that they were making. I know it's early, but all of our babies have ended up coming early. Yeah, I feel like my body well, gives at way the... at the end. Yeah, at the time, we were like, this is so hectic, it's way too early. But now we look back with all the other three, it's not even. And it's it's just like, um, I guess what they always do is risk outweigh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, what ended up happening for Miller is after the stretch and sweep, I did end up going into labor. We actually went out to dinner because we we're like, she said to us, this is going to be a last chance, potentially like go out, enjoy a nice dinner, relax, do something nice for yourself. Um, and anyways, out at dinner, I started laboring. Yeah. Like, I luckily started, I didn't have any beers. I know. I started having pretty bad back pain, um, but I kind of brushed it off. And then that happened at around about two, I think nine o'clock at night, mm. went home, went to the bathroom and noticed I'd started bleeding quite heavily. And they told me that the bleeding from the stretch and sweep should stop. And it did stop. And then it 
kind of started happening mm. again. So I rang um, the ward. This was at about 11 o'clock at night. I woke up and it happened, I remember. And they're like, are you in any pain, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope, no pain, nothing like that. I'm literally just bleeding with like this niggly backache. Then we went up there and on the way in the car, the contraction started. <laughs> so basically, long story short, when we got up there, Miller's birth lasted around about seven hours and it was amazing. Yeah, it was definitely what you expected. It was yeah. such a nice experience. We kind of knew it was coming um, and it's, it's exactly what you kind of expected. I had no expectations on whether I wanted to use pain relief or not, but we ended up managing the yeah. whole time I had a little bit of gas. Um, and it was a nice length. It wasn't like crazy long where I, w I felt really overwhelmed at any point. It was just, yeah, it was hard. Just and I felt like I was going to die. Just a day at work. <laughs> Shut up. Done. Just an eight hour day. Shut up. Um, <laughs> seven hour actually. It's a bit of a short day. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a lunch break though. <laughs> um, so yeah, Miller's labor was a beautiful labor. The aftermath was a whole nother story, but we can share more about that another time if you guys are wanting to know a bit more about that. Then Linky, his was not planned, but planned kind of thing. Again, it was it's around just, about 38 weeks. I did a sweep. Yeah, like they were just got... Blood pressure problems again. Yeah, and it was just, he was... Yeah, Linky was the growing, wasn't he? Yeah, he, like, growth slowed down. Yeah, he slowed down his growth. So that everyone thought it was going to be bad. And then it ended up like jumping. Yeah, he it was grew, fine at like, the end. two weeks, it was just hectic. And then it was ended up being fine. So. Yeah, and then with him... Yeah, we didn't like necessarily know he was definitely going to come, but I remember I went to an appointment. You guys can probably remember clearer than me from the vlog. My memory is so bad. Um, but I went to an appointment and she was like, oh my gosh, don't leave far from the hospital. You're going to go, like your waters are going to break. Like you're so close to going to labor. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we actually hung around and she did like, she didn't even need to do a sweep. She's no. like, you're just going to go today. She's like, I can just tell by doing it internal that you're going to go. And I think it was like 38 and a half weeks or 38 weeks of link. Or am I getting no, a bit ahead of myself? No, you were early, 37 and 37 a half? 37 and a half. I do not even know. Yeah. It's all a blur now. Because they're all, they're all under 38. Um, and anyways, then, yeah, Linky went into labour. His labour was by far the most traumatic for me. Yeah. I was shitting my pants because I we were out at lunch. <laughs> we were out at lunch and, um, yeah, they just came on hard and fast. All of a sudden, I was just like, holy shit. And then Kurt was like, okay, I'll go get the car. We parked the car like two Ks away. So Kurt's bolting back to get the car. I literally feel like if I had to walk back to the car with you, I would have labored him on the street. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I sat on somebody's letterbox at the front of their house while Kurt went and ran around and grabbed the car, got up to the hospital. Within 40 minutes of getting to the hospital, Linky was born. And my body just went into a lot of shock with Linky. It happened just so... He was so ready to come. Oh. Happened so fast. And then because he came so fast, he had issues with his lungs because you know how when they come out... Yeah, too they, fast, yeah. yeah too and they fast. need the time in there. Yeah. So Linky's labor was my least favorite. It yeah. actually is very traumatic, like the more I think about it. And I had bad tearing. It was just, oh. And then Regis, I was really nervous about being our first C-section. Yeah, it was, that was my, like, that was my more nervous one. Regan's was my biggest one. See, I wasn't nervous at all for Regis. I think Regan's, I was so in the moment that day. I wasn't anywhere near as nervous as I thought I was going to be on the day. I feel like the week leading up to I was. And on the day, I, like, I was so emotional. Do you remember how much I like cried in that yeah. beforehand? Like I was just so excited knowing because it was booked in on a particular day. Like I'm going to meet my baby in an hour. It was a really, really different feeling. And also maybe because with Regi, like a few weeks before she was born, yeah, was how we so... had that big hiccup. Um, yeah. So I think that that just made me feel even more excited. Yeah, Regan of... was definitely the most emotional. 
Oh, in the most full-on one, I reckon, for me. Really? Yeah. There you go. See, my most full-on one was Linky. I'm just like... As in pain-wise for labour. Oh, yeah, but different, like... Yeah, the other one's weird. You and then emotionally, out. Miller with her cleft was very emotional, too. Yeah, but it yeah. was like a good emotional. It was, we just thought it was going to be so much more hectic than what it was. Yeah, yeah. It is quite hectic with the whole cleft situation, but it was. Like, we prepared ourselves yeah, well. if you weren't prepared, it would be a bit on. Yeah. So that's kind of a little rough rundown on our three births. So we've kind of had a bit of everything. We've had like a really fast, more traumatic birth. One that I honestly, one day I was like, I'm going to tell my birth story about it. And then I've like been, I just don't even want to think about it. It's really been like off-putting one for me. And then, um, yeah, two that have been really nice and completely different experiences as well. First one, was it hard recovering from C-section with the other kids around? Yes, it was for me. You were at work like six days a week. <laughs> it was hard though. I had to. I was still. No, you had you had a couple of weeks off with Riggs. I had to have. You had some time. I off. had two weeks, I think, because everyone said. Oh I had no! To. It worked out so well. She was born right before Christmas, so Kurt had like two weeks and then an extra week and a half. You had a lot of time off with Riggs. Yeah, but then it was good. Everyone said you need to take that. So. Yeah, it was a struggle as well, and I remember being really emotional because, oh, I just felt so. You feel so torn. Yeah. But you can only do what you can do, and it's such a short period of time looking back. torn. (laughs) Torn. Oh, my (laughs) God. Did you experience bad shaking after your C-section? I can't remember this. I remember in labor, I got it really bad with Miller and Lee. You had it after. Yeah. Remember it does it. That's like... Yeah, you had it after. It was like an hour or so after you had yeah. it for a oh, bit. Oh, in the waiting room yeah. area, it was. Yeah, because it comes on like the, after the surgery, yeah. like a shock. I think that happens with heaps of surgeries. Because I, when I did my hand, I was all like, like shaky in that. After, and I was like, I'm, what the hell? I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then as well, I remember during the other two like labors that weren't a C-section, I was real shaky with Miller. I just remember throwing up everywhere. <laughs> Do you <Yeah>. remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Is C-section better because, like, no labour pains or pushing? No. Fuck that. I was going to say, for the fact of, like, after Miller and Link, I could get up and go walk it in and have a shower, like, 20 minutes, half an hour later. And then with Riggs, you're so down and out for so long, I would take a natural labour any day over a C-section, personally. Yeah, it's like, well, just speaking from a girl's point, well, it's just, like, one day of hardness instead of three weeks of... Well, actually, Kurt... It's not just one day of hardness because your vagina is so fucking sore afterwards. So you know how your stomach feels? But. That's pretty much how your vagina feels. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. But it's like, I, like... like, you can't really sit down properly in that. Like, it's really, really, really sore. But it's not as... It's it's not foreign. Like, it nah, feels like your body's meant to... I was sweet. I was fine. But the, when they cut one, that was fucked. Yeah, it took, a, it took a lot of time for me to feel like myself again, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys do when trying for a baby, sex every day, etc. around ovulation? I think when we were like actually really, really, really trying with Link, we did like every second. I just try every day, but then it usually <laughs> doesn't happen. So it normally ends up being every second. <laughs> oh, gosh. Which one was worse, vaginal or C-section? I'm 36 weeks and freaking out about birth. I would not freak out about birth. I just kept telling myself my body is made to do this. And if you need drugs just ask mm. for the drugs like i'm not against it at all i said to kurt after we had lincoln i was like third baby i'm getting an epidural because i've never experienced it and i want to experience enjoying it more especially because links was so traumatic mm. i think it really put me off and i didn't even have a chance to take any drugs with lincoln because it was mm. so fast by the time we got in there um 
but yeah, just don't be too, to put too much pressure on yourself, I'd say. Okay, how long were your labours? So, yeah, yep. Miller was about six and a half, seven hours. Yep. So seven and then... Lincoln, from the first contraction at lunch, by the time you grabbed the car and got up probably there... Probably an hour, eh? Maybe, yeah, probably an hour. Or just under, from literally the first contraction. Yeah, because it was probably like 40 minutes. Yeah, it probably would have been an hour. An hour, been. I reckon, roughly. And then Riggy Girl, zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you have a little belly bulge after... Definitely. Yeah. Especially with the C-section. Yeah. Like, you know that pouch thing? I've yeah, still got that. No, not now. But it's still there. Th- no. Well, I've got a little beer belly pouch. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. <laughs> but definitely after having Regan, I took the longest to bounce back, I feel yeah, like. Bounce sure. back. What is bounce, bounce back? Like, it's not even a thing. Your body's never the same again. No. Nah. You can change it and get it, like... You know, but then it's just, it doesn't look the same. Like my, it's just, it's loose skin. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, it's just. But yes, I've definitely got that little pouch that you get when you have a C-section. Would you consider any of your births traumatic and how are you slash have you overcome them? Like I said, Linky, and honestly, I feel like I haven't overcome it. I feel like I've just kind of swept it under the rug. I probably need to deal with that a bit better. (laughs) Just don't do it again. Once you, once you have a, (laughs) once you have a new bub, you know what I mean? That's the least of your priorities is thinking of how traumatic of a birth it was. And then you get to so far along. And then but every time I talk about it, I literally feel like, oh, and I feel like if I, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if I didn't know with Regan, I didn't want to have a C-section, but I feel like at the same time, it was kind of like a nice relief at the same time because I was so scared. Yeah, it's just something else blink. to worry about. Yeah, not, yeah. No, yeah, you don't really know if it's going to be good or bad, at least if you went through it again, you'd be like, this could be fucking Well, insane. I was just nervous how fast it might have happened a third time yeah. as well. Well, they were too. They were. Yeah, so that's pretty much another reason why they wanted to. Well, they had no choice. My placenta was in the way. Yeah. This is a good one. Were you scared first time around? Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? The whole time. Yeah. Even from like 20 weeks. I was like, this is heaps on. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And the other ones, I was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be scared at all with the second and third one if we didn't have dramas with pregnancies. I would have been like, fuck yeah, it was just a baby again. Yeah. But if we didn't have, yeah, if we yeah if we didn't have dramas, I wouldn't care. But the others, they were all just like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, what, what's happening when they come out? Like, is, it yeah. gonna, is something going to be hectic or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I feel like I prepared myself pretty well. I feel like I was in a pretty good mental state for all of them by the time they were coming. I feel like I really like did a lot of re- I'm such a researcher, hey. Like if I'm stressed about something, I always say I feel like knowledge is power. So the more I can learn about things and I feel yeah, I felt I felt fine. I yeah, felt fine, which I'm I think. sort of like I'm not so much like that, am I? I'm just no. like wait for the moment <laughs> happens and deal with it. Which then. is fine too. Yeah. That's totally fine to do it that way. Because sometimes things will never happen and then you never have to deal with the emotions yeah. of it. You never have to think about it. Exactly. Um, do you feel awkward when having birth with males around? This is probably from your perspective too. Nah, that is like the last thing that's it's on your mind. on your mind. mind. <laughs> Not at all. I was just like, please help me get this baby out and please get this baby out safely. <laughs> <laughs> and another one is how did your C-section scar heal? It was... It's good now. Yeah, it, w- it went bad though, didn't it? Yep, didn't it I had an yeah. infection. Yeah, hadn't got an infection. That is from doing things too quickly after having one. I don't recommend to do what I did. <laughs> Plus, it was the middle of summer. It was so hot. Um, but yeah, I ended up having an infection, having to go back to hospital for a while, probably a few days. 
But now, yeah, honestly, it's it's healed so well. It's still kind of like when I touch it and like push on it, like it feels a bit tenderish compared to the rest of your skin. It's just like sensitive, more sensitive. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's healing really well. It hasn't even been a year yet. No, so. I, do. I don't even notice it. Yeah, no, I say to Kurt all the time, like, don't you notice it? He's like, no, I never even notice it. Oh. Yeah. Fucking good food. Alright guys, our forking good food of the week. I've been loving cooking in the kitchen. I've been loving coming yeah. up with these new little recipes and ideas. And yesterday actually, I made a new healthy version of a nachos. And tell you what, it was bloody beautiful. It was really good. I need to create a reel on this. Next time I make it, I'm going to make a reel on it. But basically what I did was I got a wrap and I chopped it up, added some avocado oil and salt on top, put it in the oven and made like nachos chips that are made out of a wholemeal wrap. And then added all my toppings on top. And yeah, it was just delicious, guys. It was so good. So that's definitely my fork and good food. Um, mine mm-hmm. this week would be, I stayed up one night mm-hmm. when you were going to sleep. And I got a whole meal, McMuffin, right, one. Yeah, English McMuffin. And then this Kiara brought this PB2 powder home, this peanut paste stuff. Oh, and that tastes better than... Peanut butter. Yeah, you like it, Oh, it, it was hey? amazing. It's like not sweet. I don't know. There's just something about Explain it. Explain how you make it, what it is. It's, it's powdered like, peanut butter. Yeah, powdered. So it's just like you do like two teaspoons of powder and then like a teaspoon or whatever of water and then you just mix it up and then it just becomes like Perfect paste. Perfect peanut butter paste. Yeah. Oh, and it's so good. Yeah. So that was probably mine. On an English... It was just everything about it. See, I really like the PB2 um, cacao one. There's a cacao one that's like more chocolatey. It's pretty good too. Oh, just, yeah, you need to, you should just buy both. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yes. I loved it. Well, guys, we're sorry in advance that this episode has been that little bit shorter and also that it's just kind of us over here. But I hope you guys don't mind for a few episodes because like we said right now with the juggle, this is honestly the only way we yeah. can get content once out. It, once the borders lift and everything get, yeah, Gets back cleaned to up a bit, we'll be back to normal. Yeah, definitely. We just need um a bit more time. So this is the best we can do with the situation we're in. Yes. Yeah. So but anyway, that's it. I said to Kurt, I'm like, I still just want to turn up, even if it's just a chill little Q and A. But on that note, we'll see you guys next Tuesday at seven a.m. to have a chat.